Welcome back, everybody, to our sixth installment of Echo Influence. I'm Anthony Spartacus Tamayo, here again with Modest Betty herself, April Rodriguez. How are you? Good. So, I am very excited to get this show on the road. Tell the fans what we've been up to. Um, well, lately, well, we just had our art swap meet last Saturday at oh, Heritage yeah. Park. We had uh, one person come out and swap art with us. And when I say one person come out, it wasn't just one person. It was the home gallery crew, of course. Everyone was out, and you can look on our Instagram to see Shout the... out to home gallery and Woo-hoo! everybody in it. <laughs> and um, we swapped some art, and <clears throat> uh, the, nen- the Niente Savannah mm. uh, gave us some shirts that she had printed. So cool. Nice. There was a nice little art design in the middle of it. Yes. Very nice. We had a lot of fun, but uh, we were hoping next time to do it uh, in the heart of Pico at Smith Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 11th is our next one. Nice. During the... Um, I got paintings ready. Mm-hmm. During the... Uh, what is that? The farmer's market. Oh, yeah. So we awesome. can, you know, hopefully get a little more foot traffic or people to come out. So and get, be, be nosy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so look oh, for us yeah, there. Dude. We'll be there hanging out. Um, other than that, we went, we did, uh, we set up the tent. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had purchased a, what is it, like a combo. A kit, yeah. For camping, and we tried it out, and it was, it was really fun. Except, it was. Except we got uh, this mattress that, we should have just taken the sign from the universe at that point, but my dad didn't want this inflatable <laughs> mattress, and we used it anyways, thinking that, you know, it's going to make it more comfortable than the ground, and it just wasn't. No, it wasn't. But we did have a lot of fun. We set up the projector. We played Smash Brothers. Oh, man. <laughs> we watched The Office by the fire. Made um, s'mores. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we came up with this nice little idea. I don't know. People may have done it before, but we put... Uh, Anthony did, by the way. This is his idea. <laughs> we put salami on the skewers, and we started to cook them and, so until they got crispy. Good. Fuck. Oh, my It was gosh. like jerky chips. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Delicious. Oh, we could not fuck. get enough of those. Yeah, we kept on putting more and more on the skewers. <laughs> they were like thin little pepperoni slices, you know? And, and, and no, you can't do the same with pepperoni, for those who are saying that right now. You can't. It's not the same. Definitely. Just not the same thing. Uh, other than that, I've just been working on getting the stuff ready for the podcast, made us some business cards, logos. Nice, yeah, and they look very nice. Uh, just been promoting, trying to get our, the word out of the podcast, so if you're out there listening to us, please help us spread the word, tell all your friends about us, family. Yes, please, <laughs> especially the, the, to the comic book fans, you know. Yes, yeah. But uh, also, I've been continuing training, and uh, Nina and Joseph and my friend Robert, we have all come together and just I could see us getting so much stronger so much better and I would really like more of the community or anybody else who wants to learn how to defend themselves how to protect others I really encourage you to come uh, to hit me up we'll work together to uh, to just make you a more better formidable fighter and they were out there I think it was on Friday night and I was watching them uh, uh, what do you call it sparring sparring Sparring, they were sparring and um, man, you should—they were having so much fun. It was Friday night, you know. Usually you're out at a bar or whatever, but like this yeah. was just—this was just as much fun. Everyone was so pumped up, and oh man, it was really exciting watching mm-hmm. everybody uh, just get all fired up and, and roll around. And it was inspiring, and, even for myself to see the ones that I'm training to just just fight through this this challenge that they've never done before, and. To see them in, inspire themselves is so it's it's worth it, man. It's so cool, and um, like they ask many questions, and I give them the best answers I can. 
Um, if you want training with me, please, you know, come down. I, I'm not saying I have all the answers to everything, but I am gonna tell you that, you know, you'll be around a bunch of people who are like-minded, who use fighting for good, who use it for defense. On Thursday's training, you know, it was a, a bit of a drag. You know, we had worked out even the day before and everybody was sore. Uh, some people came in late. Um, I remember one of my students, uh, you know, she, was, she wasn't really feeling it at that time. So before each training session, you know, we stretch or we, we, we put on Ken Shield, we put on our wraps and we talk to each other. And um, I had shared something that my dad had mentioned to me. And, you know, for the longest time, I thought he was just talking shit to me when, when it came to losing weight. There would there'd be points in time. Uh, just like any parent. Or yeah, any yeah, parent yeah, yeah definitely. I'm not, I'm not he's, he's a great man. He's a great man. He's, yeah, but they always want the best. Yeah, you know, but like, I always thought it was just because... It, it was a, it was a shot for him to take, you know. I see, yeah. And uh, he would make fun of my weight, even if I got a little out of shape, you know. <laughs> I, I I was in fighter shape, you know. And if anything was out, he would always talk that shit. I haven't been as active as I usually been, um, and so my dad just wanted to remind me that, you know, it's important to stay in shape, you know, because if we want this world, you know, we got so at some point we might have to take it back. You know, he started to say some real shit to me, you know, and, and it's important to stay in shape to combat it. In case there's ever a need. Yeah, you know, and that's just a need to protect those yes. around you, and Communities you know, and best believe if, if you're not going to stand up and protect, you, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather fight than be a pet, you know, and I, I told them... It wasn't for vanity. No, yeah, it was, it wasn't, yeah, I and I thought it was. But when I told them that, you know, they got fired up. They they, they saw the same picture I did. And man, was that a that ended up being a very good practice. Not uh, just a, I'm sure it affected all the practices to come. Too. Yes, because the ne very next day was same thing. But I had brought uh, my friend Robert on, and he's a very good wrestler. He's a very good folk style wrestler. And um, you know, them watching two experienced grapplers going at it was they were excited to see that and it seemed like what though they, they were you guys? they said that when we were going i think it was because of the music that was playing yeah. i prefer music from uh, like two steps from hell and they're like very orchestra. soundtrack sound like uh like, soundtracks from like spartacus or 300 yeah or, these guys are an orchestra and I, I don't know if this was a particular one to a, a soundtrack but it was from their album and it was, uh, it was amazing. And so the music, that, that epic-ass music is playing, and Rob and I are freaking battling. It's just like, it's, we're just going at it. And uh, they said that it's like two gods going at it, like two gods fighting one another, which, which was ultimately, it was pretty cool because I was the god who came out on top. <laughs> <laughs> so it was extra sweet for me. But I was training for most of that week, and I'm, I'm popping back into it. I feel good already. It, it, I'm going to tell you right now, for those who are trying to diet, it's all about what you eat. Yeah, it definitely. Really is. Oh, most definitely. Because that, that's what you're... Someone told me... Oh, Stevie. Stevie told me she that she read somewhere that someone had said that when a plant's dying, you don't, you don't look at... Um, 
the plant and say that it's your fault that you're dying. You look at the environment yeah. and fix it. So yeah. what you put into your body really... Why aren't you going hunting, plant? <laughs> Go get your food, plant. <laughs> what you put into your body really affects who you are and what you are and how you yes. feel and the energy you have, you know, so... And it's not like I've been drinking or doing drugs or anything. And it's just, it's just I've just been eating consistently not good free, I'm, I, yeah freely. free like, because it, it was not really bad either it's just free I haven't been eating, eating crap you know <laughs> yeah I don't eat McDonald's and crap like a bug we'll eat the habit like, yeah <laughs> we try our best to eat our best but at the same time we haven't really been limiting ourselves and so we're trying to get back mm-hmm. we're doing our best in light of what my dad had mentioned to me we would like to bring up our segment Mutant News Mutant News Mutant News <laughs> you know I just, I got to say, like, I'm not going to really, I don't have to take a stance or anything. I don't want to tell anybody that they're wrong. I don't want to be that guy. I just want to basically tell you that there are facts that are contrary to what I'm consistently seeing. Um, One is that there's this myth that this policy was practiced under the Obama and Clinton administration. First of all, before I get into that, I just want to mention it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter who implemented it. The fact that, that their families are being separated, that needs to stop. Yeah. Now, if you had the power to do that, you should. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of, if you're a comic book listener and you're into heroes, you can't sit there and put the law above human life mm-hmm. and call yourself a hero. Mm-hmm. You can't. Go somewhere else with that. Okay, so I have some facts here from Michelle Martin, a PhD, Cal State Fullerton. Uh, She's a professor and she has a gigantic list of myths and um, she's proving these myths wrong, what people are saying, and and also she cites her sources. And uh, here's one myth. This is not a new policy and was practiced under the Obama and Clinton administration. That is false. The policy to separate parents and children is new and was instituted on the 6th of April. It was the brainchild of John Kelly and Stephen Miller to serve as a deterrent for undocumented immigration approved by Trump and adopted by Sessions. Prior administrations detained migrant families but didn't have a practice of forcibly separating parents from their children unless the adults were deemed unfit. And her cited source was the actual document itself. What do you think, like... Why do you think there are people that are defending the separation of these families? What what reason is there? You know what? They won't tell you that they're they're racist, but I gotta. I I mean I I, I don't want to go and play that race card, but it's like they want their 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 country. so bad. It's their country. You know, they, they don't want, want anybody else in it because they feel like if anybody comes to it, they're a threat to taking it away. But if, if it feels fun. It's funny to think that. Because, like, they don't feel that way towards the Canadian people trying to come in. Just like people are just scared of change, it seems like. They're just, they don't want things to be any different. You know, and I think, like, people feel like we can't give up our land. And for some reason, everybody nowadays feel like things are just theirs. Like, this land, it's mine. It's And and let me just make it clear. None of this land is yours. No matter how fucking hard you work, no matter how many times the government tries to convince you that this is yours because it says it on a piece of paper, it's not. This land is borrowed. We're here all together on this shit you know and I, I and I'm sick and tired of, of people putting this invisible line above human lives and claiming that it's the right thing to do and if you're trying to get that from me you're not and you're a hypocrite too you're a hypocrite because you're gonna tell me you don't drunk like you don't drive drunk 
and shit like that. You know what I mean? And if we found out, like, right now, like, we should be able to take your kids away from you, you know, that, that wouldn't be right. I would stand up against that, you know? I wouldn't want that. Um, there's so many, like, like, there's so many myths and everything. and like Maybe if, you can put that up on the on the Instagram yeah so people can read it and, and do the research themselves yeah you know that's another thing I just you guys got to do your own research and everything and look into the depths of things you know and, and have have your own moral code you know don't don't go to work and and listen to everybody regurgitate their own dumbass thought that they didn't research and then you go home and regurgitate that shit to somebody else you know don't do that you know don't don't side with a bunch of guys you work with you know just because you don't want to get blackballed I guess uh, also, too, it's important to um, be open to new information and new ideas. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, I think it says something along, along the lines of, um, a smart man is one who is able to listen to someone else's idea but not take it on as their own. Yeah. A lot of people get so offended when someone says an idea or a thought that disagree- goes against what they believe and instead of just listening and understanding that someone is able to have a thought completely different of their own, yeah. they want to be so offended and hurt and mm-hmm. you know against it doesn't necessarily mean that the person's trying to attack you or be rude. It's just this is who mm-hmm. I am, you know? It seems like to be offended or defensive about a change of thought, it fucks with their code. Yeah. You know, and they can't, they, they don't want to go against their code. Yes. Because they, because that's what they're true to. But the but thing like, is... But I just want people to reflect on that. Oh, I guess, I guess I just wanted to say that it's important to make sure you leave your mind open. It's like, if you have your own thought and you have one contrary to yours, meet that contrary thought halfway. Like, dive into it a little bit. Pretend that that's you and that's what you think and that's and, and validate it. Why would you think that? Because it would make so much more sense to you. Validate the reason. Do you really think most of these people are coming here because they just want to take your fucking job? No, they, they're coming here because they're trying to find a better life for their family. Fuck you. Like, fuck you and your job. Dude. I just don't want people to argue about this shit you know, when I just feel like this is just piled on more shit for us to forget about other things. Like, they, people are quick to be like, oh, but it's the law. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Before that, like, a couple months ago, we were questioning the law. Why were you killing so many black people on the street? You know, and now, and now you want to say that this law needs to be enforced and everything for whatever reason. It's like, th- another myth is that people are coming here illegally and that's why they're getting separated. That's not true either. They're seeking asylum. You know, and that's a big difference. It's a big difference between coming here. They're just trying to get. The, those are the people trying to get here legitimately. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you're, are willing and you're to still work. hating on them. You know, yeah. I've always felt like you know Mexicans. They they work really hard. But I feel like all immigrants have always worked very hard. And just right now, uh, it being the Mexican immigrants, they figured out a way to screw you over, even though you work so hard to kick them out of the country. You know, I um, again, like I just don't. I don't want to rattle any cages but let's come full circle as to why we called it mutant news is because in in the comic books society the government they want to put a number on mutants you know they want to make sure that they have their papers and if they don't then they're breaking the law and they deserve to die is that what you guys are saying in that sense because you know mutants are born free too and they're born 
you know, like in the in the comic book realm. They're being treated as if they're subhuman, as yeah. if they're not on the same level, or as if their lives are any less valuable. They're, they're less valuable than uh, anyone else's for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, and it's because. I think most times it's just because man fears what they don't understand. It's just it's a pride thing. We want we want to be the ones that are on top. Each one of us and everyone else is below or us. Or controlling it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just just think about that for a second. Like what it must have been like for a for a night crawler. You know, he was an illegal immigrant and a mutant. You know, um, it's hard to make change on a big level, and it's hard to feel like we as just normal citizens can do anything. But the best thing we can do is to offer a hand of peace or offer an olive branch to someone who we once mm-hmm. thought of as a bad guy yeah. without even knowing the context behind their actions or their life story or what's going on in their world. We just want to label them as, yeah. you're bad, and maybe we need to take a minute and think about those. One thing that I did hear, too, is that people, I, like, people hear... An idea that you have and then they say they label you and they think your thoughts must be parallel with all that label thoughts. you know what I mean yeah, so thoughts. it's like oh that's a liberal thought I'm gonna expect this guy to have a thought of liberalism the whole way through yeah. and it's like that's very ignorant of you because I mean you know people shouldn't be like that should people shouldn't say I'm a liberal so everything that liberals do and say I'm gonna do if you're that, you're still an idiot. But if you're the guy thinking that shit, you're, you're a fucking moron too. You know, you shouldn't be doing either or. I think a lot of people need to start thinking for themselves. And I feel people feel they're more evolved if they go against the grain. Does that make sense? Like, oh, see, it may not be humane, but, you know, it's life, you know, and that makes me more evolved because I know more than you. It's like, no, because progressively thinking, if you, like I said, if you look at the fucking kitten and you know there's an apple in the tree and you're starving and you smash the fucking kitten, you're a piece of shit. Knowing that you can eat an apple in the, in the fucking up there, you know, and you're, you're killing because for taste, probably, you know, and the apple might taste better. Uh, so all I'm saying is that just reflect on yourselves, like, that's it, you know. That's all I have to say. Uh, recently, I had uh, talked to somebody about this, and you know, I, I grew up with this person, and just couldn't believe what they said. And you know, it was like listening to one of your heroes mm. say something like that, and you're like, "Wow!" So <clears throat> one of your heroes letting you down, and yeah. So, but you can't look at it like that, guys. You got to let people have their thoughts yeah. and their opinions and everything, and. And you can't let it turn you and whoever is already your friend into an enemy, you know. Because they're they're um, you're right. You can't look at that. Everyone's allowed to have their own weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Everyone's allowed to be wrong or to make and mistakes. I just think, and, and I just think with the flow of the information, it might ease some of that tension. And we're not trying to make like point out like, oh, you're wrong. See, right here, here's the facts. Here's why you're wrong. No, like we're trying to ease the tension with some facts, shine a better light. On the situation and create more of a sense of community and if you're one of those people that want to you know fight the power and everything other than just you know calling your congressman and stuff you know start here start with yeah. your own neighborhood yes. you know don't don't try and can go on Facebook and convince some fucker from New York who gives a fuck you know stay do it here do it in your own neighborhood and like I said just have by, those awkward conversations just by opening yourself up to someone else's point of view for just a minute it doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree or keep it forever it's just letting your mind see what someone else sees for just a minute yeah 
And, and, you know, even if you don't agree with it, just appreciate it. Take yes. it for what it is and, you know, like you may need that later on in life. Just being a little kinder to your own community and letting it spread from there. That's all we can hope for. And in other news, we got the Chris Hardwick situation. Can you update me on that, please, April? Yeah. So I've read a couple of articles. I'm, as you know, I'm, I don't have the greatest memory. Uh, <laughs> so I'll tell you what I can piece together, what I can remember. Um, so what I can remember is Chris Hardwick had, was in a relationship with a woman who was, I think, maybe about 20 years younger than him. Mm-hmm. About 20 years younger. They had already been broken up for a while, and she released a statement on one of her social media pages not naming any names, but it was pretty obvious. She said that he had sexually abused her, forcing her into sex a lot of nights. He also supposedly didn't let her have friends, but also it was said that she had cheated on him. So, I mean, anyone who's been cheated on knows that feeling of insecurity in a relationship that that the cheating creates. You know, it creates a toxic relationship. And at some point, too, like, she she heard these rules and... If, if this is true, she heard these rules about, you know, of engaging with other men or whatever in mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. way. And she stood with him for years. So at some point she agreed to the rules and not once did anybody else bring up the fact that maybe she had rules herself. Yeah, she prob- I mean, he probably had to abide in by. a relationship not has rules because rules sound so restricting. Yes, but I mean, boundaries i feel like yeah people have boundaries that they don't want crossed or Mm -hmm. they want someone else to be considerate of their needs and wants and feelings and there's a mutual understanding before moving forward you know you don't wait a couple years before you reveal that shit and that's just tearing up the bed sheets i don't know what chloe dykstra has to gain from all that i don't know if i'm saying her last name well i think it was that it said something like that when they broke up Maybe he had called some companies and said not to work with her. Like blackballed her? You know, but that's like, I feel like, I, I'm not saying that what he did is right. If he, if he did that, if he did that, uh-huh. that it's right. But, I mean, they were in a relationship and it didn't sound like it ended well. And what's to mm-hmm. be expected? I mean. And at the same time, I feel like, other than his own company that he does own, I know he has pool where, he's, where, he, where he works and everything. But, I mean, I always felt like producers are going to do what they want anyways. It's true, yeah. You know, and if they wanted her, they're going to get her. And it didn't seem like she's in anything important that I've seen. I mean, I don't know if her allegations are true, and I don't want to put down what she said or, you know, make it seem any less meaningful to her. But I know that when I was in college um, that some friends of mine went through a situation where someone had accused the... There was a female who had accused a male of raping her, mm-hmm. and these really terrible things happened to him. He yeah. was no longer allowed to go to school. He was no longer allowed to go to a UC. He had court fees. He had his reputation was tarnished. You know, there were a lot of repercussions to this. And from what worked out, it seemed like she might have just cheated on her boyfriend and didn't have the courage to Say. fess up to it. Mm. So uh, everybody's lives got entangled in it and got ruined mm-hmm. for what? Because in the end, the court case came out nothing. Nothing came out of it. Yeah. Um, it was dropped. There wasn't enough evidence. It just fluttered away. Money gone into nothing. You know. And see, like w- the system too is 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 half at, or at least a part at fault with that because you know the the fees and everything why did it have to drag on so long you know like the investigation should have been happening and done and you know 
it shouldn't have cost them so much. Yeah, definitely. You know, and like for for someone like myself who's been through the system and knows what it's like and everything, it's 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 screwed up. It's really screwed up, and it's funny because you could even tell it to the the superiors. You can tell it to the officers. They know it. They but. You know, they don't care. They just probably want to pop a cap in your ass because they got ballooned in high school. But it was just, I, I know it to be a broken system and nothing's being done about it. Yeah. And I, you know, and it goes all the way to the celebrities, you it's know. It's just, just a shame that people's names, like the fact that Chris Hardwick is losing his show, is losing his place in the panel at Comic-Con. Yeah. I mean, he built, he worked, it seemed like he worked hard. I don't know a lot about Chris Hardwick, but it seemed like he worked hard to build up his life and mm. then just to have it taken away by some allegations that they haven't yeah. even... They she haven't hasn't presented any true. evidence yes. or anything like that. So it's it seems a little unfair. I heard this guy was sober for many years. Like, he's been sober for many years. Uh-huh. And like that, that's a that's a testament to his discipline to yes, me saying yeah. that like you know. Well, then even his wife came out and said that. I see. Yeah. Or his ex-wife, or I'm not sure how that, but she came out and said a lot of really wonderful things about him and how she thinks that the allegations aren't true either. Mm-hmm. So I, it just that's why it makes us made me at least think back to that what happened in college. How though there are women who have been hurt and who do need our help and who do need our protection there are women out there who are just trying to get money and yeah, trying to get recognition definitely and i can name one for sure <laughs> <laughs> i can name one for sure well see like and that brings up like toxic relationships yes like what's a con- what's a toxic relationship that comes to mind well the first one that comes to my mind i'm not uh, let me just uh, say this now that I'm not a comic buff like Anthony is. I think I definitely do have my comic book information, but I think mine is a little bit different than what Anthony has. Anthony has a wealth, a plethora of comic book information. So for me, the one that comes up the straight to mind is Harley Quinn and Joker. Yeah, they're a very toxic relationship. And it's it's funny because they're, they're the most famous toxic relationship. Yeah. Every girl wants to be a Harley Quinn until yeah, it's time yeah, to do Harley Quinn shit. Yeah, every girl wants to be a Harley Quinn. Yeah. Until it's time to do Harley Quinn shit. What, you know, what is Harley Quinn shit? Get your ass beat by your man oh. and take it, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I not see, complain yeah. and just unconditionally love him and stuff because they usually go for a Joker, you know. Yeah. They usually get a guy who's, who's who just thinks about himself and his ambitions. You know, he he wants to kill fucking Batman. That's his thing. But Harley Quinn has done a lot for Joker. Has gone far for for him. You know, and and he gives her attention. He, he's like it's like drug dealer and drug addict. Yeah. You know, like she he goes and gets her, her f- with just enough to yeah. keep her addicted. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Harley Quinn would stay with someone like Joker? I think it's because she feels that he gave her her power or her freedom, however you want to describe freedom. it. How, what kind of freedom? He lifted the social burden off of her shoulders, I, I believe. Like, he made her not care so much to the point where she, too, became a clown. And, you know, and... So he gave... He, he does give her something important. Well, he, he her convinced her, which what, what happened was that he was in the same psychiatric hospital. She was a therapist. And he mind-fucked her so well into being his submissive pawn, you know. Yeah. And he used her to escape. His puppy. Yeah. I, I think he may have fallen in love with her at some point or, you know, like, he did care for her. Yeah. But, like... It wasn't a healthy relationship. It only goes so far, that the love for each other. <laughs> so I told you the toxic relationship that first came to my head. What's the one that comes to yours? 
first and like the first one because I just read them too was a uh, Gambit and Rogue. Now mm, I know I know what people are gonna say like they're the perfect couple. Yeah, and some all people that would stuff. definitely put them on a healthy relationship. But like the 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 evolution of the relationship and the the writing about them it, 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 they. They break up. They come back together. They recently got married in a, in a comic. Oh, that's right, you know? Mr. and Mrs. X, right? Yeah. The first and second issue to the Gambit and Rogue series is brand new, and um, it talked about how she was with Deadpool. What? Uh, yeah, like how, really? well, so far all she told him was that she kissed him. I see. And and, and she kissed him because. Well, Deadpool doesn't really have relationships, right? You know, not really. Like, not really. But see, he wanted to kiss her because I think she needed his healing factor. I see. So <laughs> there's many ways that could have happened, but yeah. you know, they kissed. You know, and I think there was an instance. I don't know if it was an alternate universe, but I think there was another instance where she was with Magneto, mm. and uh, I don't recall Gambit being with anybody after Rogue like he was with all kinds of women before, before Rogue but after it was just like no he was that in love with her mm-hmm. why uh, I could I, you know what his libido has always been strong they said his libido is so strong that not even people who could control minds they have a hard time controlling his mind and I think that was just concentrated and focused on Rogue once he met her that was like his love mm-hmm. like I said he had many like loves before there was a one that I saw, like a comic strip that I saw of Gambit, and he's in the shower, and Copycat, she's she's all blue. She's kind of like Mystique. I see. She has white hair. She goes in there naked and just like tries to get him to you know smash That's on it, yeah. and he's like nah, like he's like leaning up against the thing, you know, he doesn't want to cheat on Rogue and stuff. Aww. And you think <laughs> about that, like, and he does it, and then he gets the water, and like she leaves because she's all disappointed, and he turns the water to cold, and he like puts it on, like lets it go on the thing. He's like ah, <laughs> and it was just uh, it made me think like, damn, you know, he's loyal to a woman who he can't even touch. Mm. You know what I mean? That says a lot about Gambit. Uh, <laughs> rogue. But but you would still categorize them as a toxic relationship. Well, because, now, why is that? Well, because reading the comic book, like she is lacing it into him. She doesn't respect him. They don't I respect see. each other at some point, you know, because he feels so insulted. So he keeps jabbing back so at her. So the disrespect starts with her, you feel like, and that's why it's a toxic relationship. Yeah, and I think like, uh, yeah, like there's a loss of respect because she's comparing him it's to one-sided. other men. You know, yeah, she's comparing him to other men like that she's been with before that, and it just it fucks with them. Yeah. And you can't help but think about that being with that other person now. Yeah. You know, so you're just putting more turmoil in. That like she's shit. not trying to build him up; she's just knocking him down. Yeah, but they they kind of they're mad at each other at this point I for see. for you know prior reasons, and um, yeah, so I, I, that's why I feel like if if that was a real based off of a real relationship and stuff I think that wouldn't last very long the marriage yeah. you know because that that, dis- that disrespect you can't do it for more, more longer if you want to do like let's do one more um, I'm going to say Storm and Black Panther there's a that, that's a that's great example of um, like young like being in love too young and it not working out like a Romeo and Juliet kind of kind of because they don't kill each other I mean kill themselves not just that but they don't um, hate each other after they still help each other they're still really liked then Um, why would you categorize it as a toxic relationship because the night they were married and everything uh, like they 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 wanted to to divorce each other like after the day they were married oh my god you know what I mean They, they slept with each other it was like a beautiful thing and then the next day it was like she said something like 
okay, now you gotta start doing this. And then he's like, oh, stop with all that nagging. Like, and it was just like, what? Ooh, like, it was just like bad. And that's, no. you, I only looked at the comic strip of it. So I don't know the outcome, but they I were see. just fucking, ah, like, I'm just already. They just had a, something in one another that just, was just, yeah, said each other. Terrible. Yeah. And like, they didn't end up staying together, I believe. I think the royalty aspect of it stood intact. But they still remain friends. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she even protects Wakanda. So she goes out of the way for him. That's really nice. That's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. How about a good relationship? Do you think of any good ones off the top of your head? The first good relationship that comes to my head most recently would be uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Okay. But I thought they had a really sweet relationship in mm-hmm. the movie, at least. It seemed, um, seemed like they didn't really know what their connection was, but they knew they didn't want to be away from one another. Okay. And I thought that was kind of... I kind of feel like um, there was that connection that they understood. Hers was to manipulate the mind and enchantment or whatever of the, the whatever her actual feat is called. But he is like powered by a mind stone, which like facilitates her power. You know, like they it feeds each other. You know, and I thought that was romantic in it made itself. Made a strong connection. Yeah, they like were able to... their powers made each other stronger. So who's to say that their love at the same time didn't make them a more Bro. fierce fighter? Oh, you know I what I mean? That, yeah. So that's what I thought. Like that's what comes to mind too. She even impregnates her. You know, mm-hmm. and he's a robot. You know, it makes you think like, like, like Westworld. You know, like there's there's a way. You know? Yeah, that's right. He does impregnate her. So what is one for you? I want to say I want to say Cyclops and Jean. Which is the classic. I yeah, like. you know, like, and I think I think. A lot of reasons people hate uh, Scott is because he got his wife, pretty much like his woman, almost taken from him. I see. I think I'm not sure, but I think Gene ended up cheating on him with Wolverine. I was gonna say, well, I, like at, at, to at least a kiss or something. But see, uh, I guess giving more props to the guy, which is Cyclops, because I feel like everybody hates him. So giving more props to him than Gene herself. Because after Jean had died or whatever, and I mean, he was good to her. And mind you, he she can read his mind. You know, this dude thought nothing but great thoughts about her. Now, and he loved her to the very end, even probably knowing that she, she cheated on him. Mm-hmm. He ended up being with another oh, yeah. another woman who can read his mind. Emma Frost? Uh, yeah, her too. He ended up being with Emma Frost, but I was talking about uh, Madeline Pryor. That name sounds so familiar. That's um, Cable's mom. Oh, that's right. And uh, I believe she has the same powers too, oh, if I'm not mistaken. And it's she like, dude, that, huh? you went for three women who can read your mind. Like, I'm thinking the dirtiest shit <laughs> just about you, baby. And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna read this fucker's mind. But I, I guess, I guess it's not a relationship. But you know, it's still like, I think the guy is a healthy relationship kind of guy. What's one last healthy relationship in common? Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman. Why? Why would you say that they're a because good like they lit like they merge their career, they work together, they fucking they fight crime together, they protect each other, they have kids that have like the most power. They're the most powerful fucking, well, probably one of the most powerful uh, characters in all of the Marvel universe. But I don't know. They just really work well together. They they there's I don't see anything really toxic about their relationship they're kind of like Marge and Homer I see. you know like there's just nothing that they can do to make them break up you know because they're good people 
I want to um, and I want to go back real quick to the toxic relationships and try to make the connection to real life. Okay. So we talked about Harley Quinn and Joker, who, I mean, it seems like, like you said, Joker gave Harley Quinn a sense of freedom, Mm -hmm. a freedom from the life that we're used to. So there was a positive thing there, but the toxic aspect seems to be that he's more controlling of her in a different way. It's like he took, he gave her freedom in some sense, but then... I think of it like in, in this fashion. Like if you're a young woman, young lady, and you're, let's say you're in high school, you meet a, a guy who's slightly older. He's probably part of a gang. He's a troublemaker. Looks attractive. Seems yeah, you know he's put together. The mature. bad boy who yeah. you feel like who's gonna protect you on the streets type of dude, and um, maybe he like well, he takes your virginity, you know, and that's probably the freedom you feel like he gives you. You realize that. Oh, I'm a woman. Oh, I can make decisions like this. And, you know, and then in the sense of things, he straps, he holds you down by making, maybe getting you pregnant. And now well, that- even, I mean, I think it even, there's a lot of relationships out there where the guy wants to tell a girl how she can dress, mm-hmm. who she can and can't hang out with, yeah. um, where she can and can't go. Uh, who she can and can't be, talk to on the phone, text, have on social media. You know, there's a lot of aspects that guys want to control. And it's funny because it's a very, that's a very immature attitude to have, thinking of your partner as an object Mm -hmm. that can easily be put up on a shelf when you're not around, that you can say, oh, you can and can't do that. But, I mean, nobody likes to be controlled. Yeah. Nobody wants to be told what to do. But that thing come, that that also comes with experience and being taught because I'm sure everybody does it. Everybody's oh, yeah. been on the side and point. everybody's oh, been yes. on the other side too oh, yes, of being controlled and controlling, you know yes. what I mean? It's like but I think that comes with time like once you meet that person, you'll never worry about that shit. Like you, you, once you meet if you know you meet the right person and they go out like you, and you don't feel scared, then you know. So let's bring the healthy relationships to real life. What are some signs of a healthy relationship? Um, For you, at least, some things that you've experienced. It's the burden of someone cheating on you is just totally uplifted off your shoulders. I think that's one major good sign. Mm -hmm. You know, or like when you really don't have to worry about them even talking to somebody else. And you you can distinguish that. You really know, you, like you know, you've been with someone who you felt like fuck. I don't want them talking to that person, oh, but yeah, then, definitely. but then you meet someone and you be with them and you you see them talking to that person and you just don't feel like they're gonna do they're gonna do you wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just, and I, I think that um, also another sign is that you can be yourself around them completely and utterly. Like yeah. they allow you to. I'm I'm just gonna be a little truthful and I totally we I, like I told you guys we had a, we slept in the tent yeah. the other night and we didn't sleep very well because the mattress sucked and there was all kinds of noise and you know you think sleeping in your backyard in a tent would be you know it would go smoothly you would think it would go smoothly but you hear every little sound and you're like wait wait, wait. I need to yeah, I need to I need to just make sure that nothing's going wrong uh, so I didn't I didn't sleep very well and I was grumpy and I had a total meltdown this morning and Anthony just let me he totally just let me cry and have a fit and and was just there to love me after and it how could I even throw a fit after that you know and and I've never felt like that before usually when you have a fit people don't know how to deal with your feelings 
so they just get mad and angry and want to run away you know and and i've never met someone so strong mm -hmm. as anthony to let me just and it, it's it's it seems more of a like he just let my feelings wash through him instead of holding on to my feelings and mm -hmm. like i said i've never felt that and that that's a to me is a super important sign of a healthy relationship, relationship. Yeah. yeah letting them get as crazy as they get to. <laughs> as they need to yeah and still loving them and letting them know that they're it's okay to be imperfect and it's okay to to have a fit you know yeah definitely like i mean for me whenever my relationship what came to an end um one of the things that I first appreciated was that, you know, I didn't really have to answer to anybody, and at the same time, nobody can technically cheat on me, but that was a bittersweet moment because, you know, thinking about it made you also think about, like, oh, like it made you feel lonely. Alone, yeah. yeah. These things about the relationships and someone leaving you and you feeling so fucking worthless, I mean, it's gotta be a trend that has to stop. Oh, yeah, you had that idea the other day, because... We were talking about how people take breakups so personal mm -hmm. as if it's, you know, it couldn't just be a bad fit. Oh, we're just not a good fit. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough and I'm not good enough. It's just we're not a right fit. We want to take it so personal. Like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Why am I not good enough? Why do you not love me? Why do you hate me? You know? But it's just a, a, the way of thinking. Yeah, you and it's like you said, way. it's like a perception. You think, yeah. like, you know, all we need to do is just put you in a direction where someone's looking for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just that simple because you're, you're, you're not worthless. Like, you people, like, everybody's got to stop looking at themselves as this worthless pieces of shit. One of the things I always say is, you, your dogs, your dogs don't do anything all day. They just lay there, lay around, maybe chase some birds, eat some food, poop a little bit, and never ever do you think that they're worthless or don't have any value. So why do we do that to other humans? Mm -hmm. Why do we make them feel like they have to run through this rat race that we've built just to feel any kind of value? Yeah, that's fucked up, yeah. Right, like we, we tell each other that we're only valuable if you own a house, own your own car, have a family like that's the only way you can be valuable but there are so many other ways to i mean we don't even see, need to do any of that and you to know, be worthy. that's funny because like you know it like you said like you have to have all these things to feel valuable and stuff and it's like people are constantly looking at the other person to see if they have it though you yeah, know what i mean yeah you know oh do they have a car okay well, i have a car that means i'm better than him yes you yeah. know like wow like that's your thinking like you really believe that like you believe that you worked so much harder than them? Like, I, I, you guys got to stop competing with one another. But bringing it back to the breakup, you had that idea that we should start uh, implementing parties oh, for breakups. Oh, yeah. Because uh, every time one of my friends would break up, like, I'd be so eager to throw him a party or make it, make it into a... Celebration. Yeah, like something that's nice. Like, because, like, I think breakups have... It's always known as this bad thing, but depending on who it is but I think it's something that should be celebrated yeah. and I think like you know it's a thing for new birth and yes, rebirth. it's also a reminder to let you know like hey 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 before you get into the slump because you are you're gonna cry you're gonna be hurt yeah. but before you do that realize for a second you're not fucking worthless you're awesome you're you're amazing and we could be around a bunch of other people who are suffering just like you you know, like, who's gonna say you gonna take one home? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing I like to advocate too is being able to express your emotions. People mm -hmm. should, if they are broken up with, they should be allowed to cry their eyes out. Yeah, and 
get all the emotion out of not it gets stuck in there yeah. and built up and, and let it up. out in a very bad spot yeah. Yeah, while, while you're in the middle of playing god of war <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of video games um i'm very excited about the spider-man video game coming out for the ps4 that looks so cool very very awesome graphics guys and i was i've been reading up on a few articles i don't know if they're going to be uh like playable characters but i do i did get some confirmation that dr strange and the daredevil to be in spider-man nice. it's going to be freaking awesome just Hopefully to see them in, if they're playable oh my awesome. god could you imagine how, how awesome it would be to be daredevil <laughs> and fucking getting through there oh yeah. my god i would never be spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love spider-man but like god damn it i've never played a daredevil game where he just fly through the fucking buildings and shit i would love that <laughs> Cool. Okay, so speaking of Daredevil, in our fantastical fan favorite segment, Interrealm Rumble, we, Inter-realm Rumble. we have Joker and Harley Quinn in one corner, and we have Daredevil and Elektra in the other. Joker, I know a lot of people think his skill set is limited to his just what he who, he who he can convince and stuff which i think is an incredible feat though persuasion yeah yeah and uh he like i said he mind fucked harley quinn persuaded her to be his right hand and he figures out ways to outsmart batman which i think is an incredible feat he doesn't have the resources batman does he's basically a homeless man who dresses up as a clown and he is often at stalemate with Batman, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I've seen Batman fight against dudes who have, like, ninja stars and swords, and then one time he gets up close and personal with Joker and starts fighting him. Joker pulls out a fucking pocket knife and starts just sticking him. I'm like, oh my god, like... It seems like Joker has that uh, quality like Charlie has, like the wild card quality. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you don't know what they're going to do. But that, like, you know, but that, <laughs> I like to think that's as far as it goes. You know, you're Charlie and that's it. But then even Charlie's a bad motherfucker. I yeah. mean, he survived, yes. the, he survived the abortion. I think, I think if Charlie met Bruce Wayne on a good night and Bruce Wayne started talking shit, and they're both drunk. I, I don't know, man. I think Charlie might bite him in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, I'm Alfred. <laughs> and so, like, it, and to Harley Quinn, her strength goes as far as her love for the Joker. Mm-hmm. And, uh... But you said in one of the last episodes that Harley Quinn has actually beat Batman, right? Yeah. She has uh, knocked him out and captured him for the Joker. And, um... Uh, you know, that's an impressive feat on her end. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and and honestly, it's a real fucking blow to Batman's stats, I believe. Yeah. Um, so why, I w- why do you think it's a real blow to Batman's stats? Because I feel like you only have to be as skilled as Harley Quinn to sneak up on him do and take him Do you think that she's not very skilled? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think... I've never heard of anything of where she learned how to train or anything until after the New 52. After the new 52, she was trained by Amazon, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But that was already after she, she had already kept... This is kept, a different reality, or this is a... This is the one that Dr. Manhattan created, like the revamped characters. She had already captured and beat the shit out of Batman, and, and Joker smacked her up, and blah, 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 and then she went on, I think, with Poison Ivy, and... Who I found out is her lover, longtime yeah. girlfriend, yeah. but they're in a non-monogamous relationship. I love that. Yeah. So cute. Like, that's just, like... I think they're just best friends who like will be in a relationship. The thing is, is that that's a that's a toxic relationship. 
You know, I thought I read that uh, was actually a healthy one. It was like one of the healthiest ones. Healthy for who, though? You know, well, it's, if they're always supporting one another and they're yeah, always there for one another. But like, it's kind of fucked up that like it's only when the Joker fucks up is when she goes ah, to the poison ivy. True. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, poison ivy's like putting a... in so much, you know, of her heart. <laughs> she could be with somebody who would give it back. You know, isn't that though? Like most female friends, your female friends are there for you when your relationship ends. Mm-hmm. And they've got your back and will take you out. And then when you get in a relationship, everyone knows that feeling of. You get sucked in, and you just spend all your time with your significant yeah. other, and then you know they they gladly take a step to the side. I feel like to allow. But, but it's happened more than once. It's happened. Well, it's it's I'm a frequent saying. thing. That's uh, what I'm saying. Isn't that like a lot of? <laughs> not the love I want. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. It's like, oh well, not me either. But that's why you said it's not like it's. They're not soulmates or yeah or but they are you're right they do have a fantastic friendship yes they're both down for one another yes, definitely exactly yeah which makes it healthy so okay um and then you got electra and daredevil on the other end now electra is to me like a female batman or oliver queen maybe in between there she's Why a billionaire do you say that? she's a billionaire she. The only difference is, is that she's been trained for a lot longer than they have. Really? You know, I would I would put Elektra up against Batman, or, or and then people would say it's dumb, but that's because they haven't read any Elektra comics. Elektra uh, learned a different style every time she's mastered one since she could walk. Wow. So like when she she just learned a different and mastered that. So she's been learning since a child. But she's it's because it's more because she's a billionaire and her family owns billionaire companies and shit like that. It's more about protection. I see. You know, so um, being these badass assassins and shit, she was also trained by the Hand, which is like, um, I guess the best way I can put it for somebody who's listening right now, the Hand is somewhat like the Lake of Shadows, but Marvel's version of it. And these these are fucking all badass. And she, like I said, like she has a, a, a bunch of resources and everything. She's she's badass. And so Daredevil, we got. Now this, now this dude has a fucking resume, but I'm gonna pull up one thing real quick where it demonstrates his strength. Because a lot of people are gonna say that Daredevil couldn't, could, like you know, his he's just another like a uh, Nightwing. Uh, I think Daredevil is another dude who could take on Batman Why? and definitely fuck up uh, Nightwing for that matter. Because um, when, when I think a lot of things are mashed up when it comes to skill, maybe his suit's a little like not the same, but it is bulletproof. Um, but and he can maneuver a lot better, and I think, like I said, a lot of things are even. It's just like when you want to talk about strength or grit or who has it a little bit more. It's Daredevil. He's been he's been put through the the meat grinder a lot more, and um, there was a point in time where, like I know Bruce Wayne, he like punched his way out of the bulletproof glass, right? Or he punched it, and that I guess that's that's I mean I guess you know that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But I think Diamond's a little bit stronger. Now, the absorbent man, he touches anything and he becomes it. One time he touched Captain America's shield, he became like indestructible, oh, like shoot, a that's adamantium. Crazy. Um, in this case, he touched a diamond and he turned diamond and fucking Daredevil punched a hole through his chest. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, that's a little, to me, that's a little bit stronger. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to do, like, you know, information based stuff where. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know that, like, Batman's done a lot of cool shit, too. But uh, back to this, like, I think Daredevil, he's just, he's the fucking man. And he's very underestimated because they think he can see. Mm-hmm. And I think because 
he uses his many other senses. He's able to, you know, know heartbeat and he sees. Yeah, he sees way more than we yeah. do. You know, he hears your breathing. You know, everything down to that point. Um, I, I personally, because of Electra following up with her resources and her fighting styles and her uh, chemical compounds, I think I would give it to Daredevil and Electra simply because like of the skill level that they're at, you know, their their investigative skills. I think that Joker couldn't catch them slipping. Whereas Joker seems more scattered and chaotic and yeah, I, it doesn't yeah. have a plan really. Because I know Batman's been caught by so many fucking jack-in-the-boxes, you know what I mean? And I think if Daredevil got a jack-in-the-box, Joker doesn't know that he can't see. He's going to think that he's looking at it, but really Daredevil smells the the chemical compound I that see. makes the bomb. Yeah, he knows you know, what's That there. makes the bomb, and you know, it, I, I think that it'd be, he would be... He would have a much harder time with Daredevil. I see. And so, so with that said, I, I'm going with Daredevil and Elektra. Please, guys, if you have any information on why you think Joker would win, share it with us, comment it, or DM us, and we will change the outcome if, it, if it's convincing. We would love to hear from you. We want to communicate, and we want you guys to reach out to us. Yeah, and I know I said last time that the next Interrealm Rumble will be uh, Batman and Hawkeye, but, but I coming. mean it this time, you know. I really do mean it this time. The only reason why we held back on it this time is because we want to get a Batman fan in here. Um, I just don't want to. I, I I don't want one-sided arguments. I want uh, a real discussion. Yeah, I want a real discussion. And like I said, guys, if you take a listen to our other interim rumbles, if you have anything to to add to it or to to you know bring in some new information, please bring it to our attention, and we will change the outcome of that too. So yeah, again, the victors, Daredevil and Elektra. Woo! Woo! And that concludes our sixth installment. Again, thank you guys for listening to us. We really appreciate the fans. We appreciate your support, your listens, your likes. Your subscriptions, mm-hmm. everything, guys. Um, Look out. Oh, one of the things I really just I just want to bring up real quick. Um, Anthony has been working on these digital collages. They're so cool. We have an event coming up this Saturday in Pico Rivera um, on, on the 30th from 5 to 10 p.m called Cannabis Art Flow. We'll be there representing Home Gallery and I'll be doing tarot card readings there. But Anthony made these super cool digital collages. So you know that he's done his space collages with comic books and a spray paint, but lately he's been getting into these digital collages mm-hmm. and they are just amazing. You'll see them Thank in our you. in our um, episodes. We put them in the videos and we put them up on our Instagram. But we just ordered stickers. Yes, feel feel free to DM us and try and get your orders in because uh, when you see the pictures, you're gonna love them, guys. Oh yeah, they're they're beautiful pictures. Uh, you, I don't want to ruin the surprise. I'm yeah. not gonna say anything, but you'll see them up there. Thank you, AP. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that'll do it for the night, guys. And um, again, thank you, guys. Uh, please communicate with us. We're ready to listen. Yeah, we're happy to talk and discuss and get to know you guys a little bit better. So, have a good night, y'all. Thank you. Have a good night. Peace. Bye.